0: Time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 28, networking. So I just got back from three weeks of business travel and I collected over 70 business cards. I met at least 100 people. I spoke in front of hundreds of people at multiple events. Basically what I was doing was I was out there networking. And so what's that term mean, right? If you've never done this before, you might've heard the term networking, but really all it means is meeting people. So you're an entrepreneur, you have a great idea, right? And you want to share it. Well, what you need to do is is share it. You need to find events where not only investors are hanging out, but fellow entrepreneurs and supporters and maybe coaches and mentors and anyone who can help you. You want to go to events where they're located and you don't want to hang around the walls and watch what's happening and, and you don't want to just sit in a chair and watch other people speak. And so what you shouldn't do is hang back against the wall and watch what's going on or or sit in the seat and watch that panel just talk about what they're doing. No, no, no. What you need to do is get up, get over to those people you haven't met yet. Don't talk to the people you know. Don't go to an event and talk to the people you already know. Go to an event and talk to the people you don't know. Pull out your business card. Swap business cards with everyone who's willing to swap with you, right? Business cards are cheap. Get out there, share your idea, get some feedback, and see who wants to help you. Now, that's it. That's what networking is about. I'm talking about it in terms of events because I've just came back from too many events. I can't even remember how many. And I handed out at least 100 of my business cards. I got back 70 or 80 of other people's business cards. And then the next step is, is what do you do with all this information? What do you do with all these business cards? How do you keep track of the people that you're meeting? Well, you have to keep track. You can't expect to keep these, these conversations in your head. No, 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 no. What you have to do is create a database of everyone that you are meeting. So I started doing this when I launched Fledge back in 2011, and my list is about 17,000 people along by now. And that sounds crazy, but that's what it is. All right, so I keep track in an Excel spreadsheet. There's plenty of online tools, some of them free, that will let you do what's called CRM, right? Customer Relationship Management. But I don't do that. I don't use any of these fancy tools. I just use an Excel spreadsheet. And I do this in just a few columns. So the name of the person, what organization they're from, what's the date, when did I meet them, when did I first meet them, in fact. Uh, What's their email address there's an optional column. If I know what city they're from, I fill that in because that comes useful later in life when you go and visit other cities and want to know who you know there. And then one line of notes. So a few words to to remind you, yo, know, months and years later, where did you meet this person? What did you talk about? And that's it. Now the fancier tools like Salesforce.com or anything like that, well, they'll let you track every time you ever meet with someone, every time every email you ever send them. That would be lovely to have if it were free and simple to create, but it's not. So I just keep track of what date did I meet them the first time, and I let my email program keep track of all the emails I've, I've sent back and forth, and my calendar to keep track of every time I've met them in person. No, no, my, my database just keeps track of when I first met them. And that has been incredibly useful over the years when three, four, five, six years later, someone reaches out to me again, now they're usually in a new company, and I can go pull up my database and say, oh, yeah, yes, yes, we met back at SOCAP in 2013, or we met back in 2014, and here's what we talked about then. Right? That seems like magic to the, to the person who's receiving this information. It seems like like you have this amazing memory, and you do, but you're doing it on an Excel spreadsheet. You're not doing it in your head. All right, so that's the main idea. You want to keep track of everyone you are meeting in order to keep track of like, what's going on with these conversations. And then secondly, when you're first starting out, when you don't have this big long list of thousands of people yet, and you're trying to create it, when you're trying to find people to help you, well, there's one more trick to use. And that trick's really simple. When you're in person with someone you've just met, and you're having a decent conversation, and they seem to be interested in what you're doing. Well, before you just thank them and go on your way and, and send them updates and, and follow-ups and whatnot, well, there's one more thing you need to do, which is ask them for two or three more people who might be able to help you. That's it. So it goes like this. You've somehow got the name of someone who's willing to meet you. Let's just say over, it's over coffee. I'm from Seattle. That's a very common place to meet. So you're meeting with someone you haven't met before. You're having a coffee shop meeting. It's going well. And so before you finish the meeting, you say one more thing. Can you please give me two or three or more names of people who you think might be interested in what I'm doing, who might be able to help me or invest in me or or just guide me on my way? And you know what? More often than not, people will give you this information. People like to help people. And one way they can do that that doesn't cost them much, it just costs them a little bit of social capital, not not physical capital, not money, but social capital is to simply introduce you to someone else who might be of, of use. And if you have a meeting and you get two names of two people you've never met before, if one of them is willing to meet you, well then this this perpetuates. And if two of people are willing to meet you, well then this grows exponentially. And this is what I did when I started Fledge back in 2011. It's in fact what I did back in 2011 to figure out that I was going to do Fledge in the first place. I simply had 15 to 20 networking meetings per week, every week, for months. I'm going to say that again because whenever I say this to people in person, they look at me like I'm crazy. 15 meetings per week. So three meetings, usually from coffee shop to coffee shop, right? Three meetings per day, sometimes four, every single weekday. Four months. And at the end of every one of those meetings, I asked for at least two names. And if they gave me a name, I already knew. I said, oh, that's wonderful. I met him last week. Or I'm talking to her next week. And do you have one more name for me. And so this is how I managed to have so many meetings was I I only started with like 10 people I knew and that turned into 50 people I didn't know. And by the time I was done having all these networking meetings, I had met like 200, maybe 300 people. And that has then snowballed into 17,000 people. All right. And one last thing. Every single time you meet one of these people, what you need to do is go on LinkedIn, find them, send them a connection request. And when they link to you, you should thank them on LinkedIn. Once you do that, this is one more amazing trick, you will be one of these people on LinkedIn with over 500 connections, and people will start to connect to you. People you don't know will start to connect to you because you're now a connector. And when you meet hundreds and hundreds of people, the odds of you having a little bit of good luck, just that little break you need to be one of those successful entrepreneurs goes way, way up. And so get off that wall and get off that chair and go meet someone new today. Until next time.